The Colorado Sports Guys podcast is brought to you by the Denver Chop House. The Denver Chop House, located in the heart of Lower Downtown at 18th and Winecoop. That's Winecoop with a K. The Denver Chop House would like to wish a happy new year to all of the Colorado Sports Guys listeners, and they want to encourage you to come in this year, 2015. It's timely find it's finally time to treat yourself. Go in there and enjoy yourself a nice steak, maybe a house-crafted beer, maybe belly up to the bar and have yourself a roast beef au jus. You know how we do. The Color Sports Guys podcast in the Denver Chop House, simpatico for 2015 yet again. Actually, we need to get that contract renewed before I forget. <laughs> <laughs> now enjoy the show. From CSG Studios, high above the streets of beautiful Denver, Colorado, you're listening to the Colorado Sports Guys. They talk about sports and stuff. And now your hosts, Jeff Morton, Ross Martin, and Nate Timmons. Hey, what's up everybody out there Entangled in the interwebs? We're back podcasting at Jake's Food and Spirits, 3800 Walnut Street. With me as always, Ross. Hipsters glasses, Martin. It's night. Oh, hey, it's Ross. Sorry. That noise is just a trivia guy out there annoying the shit out of us tonight. So they turned up their speakers louder than we could go. <laughs> Trying to blast us out. At any rate, howdy, folks. Welcome back. Hey, I feel great. Happy New Year, guys. And the king himself make his way all the way down here from Thornton. It's Jeff Morton. What's up, everybody? <laughs> That's literally how it sounds, too. I'm not joking. There's going to be a trivia podcaster battle tonight. There is a lot of bass in that, whatever they've got turned up. You know, I went to... You could say he's all about the bass. I went, yes, all about that bass. Good Lord, it sounds exactly like that. You gotta stop doing that. You're killing my ears. Uh, I went to the chop house a couple weeks ago, actually, for dinner. And you always it was, just went to the chop house. And it was quite amazing. I had a. Uh, Let me guess, you used a gift card? No. <laughs> no. I used the old Jeff card. <laughs> you, you, didn't, uh, you didn't pull what a local uh, radio buffoon pulls from time to time? I did not. Uses his own gift cards I, at I restaurants? I did not. In Wait, fact, I don't know the story. Who's this? Uh, some local buffoon. I don't know. A local, oh local uh, s- semi sports person. Local boob. Local boob. Anyway, yeah, Speaking I had a, a ribeye cooked medium. Diane style. It was very good. Diane, does that mean it has a lot of butter on it? No. It had uh, was uh, rub. Oh, rub. It was really good. Ah. I thought you were talking about like they rubbed some Princess Diane on there. Yes, they did. They have a little bit of her, of her in the back. Jeff, Jeff's the only guy who's like, I'd like the bone-in ribeye. Uh, can I get that Dan style, please? <laughs> can, I get that? <laughs> can I get that? Uh, Mr. Morton, it's uh, Diane style. He's like, I prefer Dan. I prefer Dan style. <laughs> Ironically, I was there... With a guy, so whatever. All right. They still served Enough. you? What's that? They still served you? They did. Chop House, progressive people. Oh, I know. Yeah. I like we live this in is, a new era. This is how. This is, this is why they're a sponsor of the Colorado Sports Guys podcast. Yeah. That's right. That's yeah. right. Uh, um, you, we have some announcements to make. Oh, uh, we do. Yes, yes. The what are the announcements, Nate? The Gamblers on the Storm <laughs> 2014 regular season NFL edition has been won by a couple of, uh, couple of listeners, but... But they won because, because Ross of, Martin's 
magical comeback victory. 127 points pretty, overall. Pretty damn good. Ross, can we get the up. crowd? Nate uh, Timmons was uh, leading this thing up until the last week, I think. I think Ross came from behind and won the whole thing, and uh, for that, we salute him. Congratulations, Ross. Well, um, well I on, won wait. last year. 127 like points for Ross, 123 points for Nate, and a lowly 116 points for last year's yeah, champ, no, Jeff I, I, I really shit the bed on this one. But uh, let's uh, let's go to some audio we have from Ross's victory well, speech. Yeah, I just, first of all, I'd like to thank uh, Tim Tebow, because if it weren't for him, I wouldn't have ever been an NFL fan. He was the one who reached out to me in my moment of need and told me that but there is one path, and that is, if you're a sports fan, it is the NFL. It is the greatest of all sports leagues. Is that a true and righteous path? And it is. It is. Are you are you interrupting me in the middle of my speech here? I'm asking. Or did you have a copy of? I'm, that's I'm, pretty <laughs> much exactly what I was going to say. It's a true and righteous path. Path. I'm just. I'm just ecstatic. I can't. I'm just so happy I could do it for our listeners and to those uh, people out there who uh, voted for me. Uh, I want to thank you because you were the ones who, week in and week out during the grind of the Gamblers on the Storm season, just when I was about ready to mail it in, I thought of you guys. What's their names? A couple of the uh, contestants that selected Ross were Griffin, Lathrop, Ryan, or Griffin and Ryan, my boys. There was somebody else, too. Who, who hashtagged? And, and Mark Perez. And Mark Perez. Well, they don't all win, do they? No. <laughs> Of those three, there's only only a couple. Of so that narrowed it down. Uh, good job, uh, Griffin, Ryan, and Mark. My boys in Ross, we trust. They hashtagged that months ago. There's only two winners though. But Griffin. there are only two winners. Who are the three? So now it's kind of like the end of Star Search. It's like we have three winners, which actually just means we have one loser and two winners. Yeah. Yeah. But that one loser, whoever he is, out of the three, is a less of a loser than all the losers that pick Nate and Jeff. Yeah, that's the real true. idiots. I'd like to apologize to all who picked me. <laughs> I, there was a poor performance on my part. Yeah, but the winner, the winner is going to be Ryan Orr in Australia. With he also hashtag in Ross we trust. He's the number one overall winner. Ryan Orr, thank you. Good job. Selected 450 total points for the Broncos. They scored 482. So remind me how it works. So they 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 pick me. Then so that gets them into like the finals and then the tiebreakers. A couple tiebreakers tie separate them. So he had the total points at 450. There at 482. Uh, he had TD passes at 44. We, we don't need that tiebreaker, but he only threw 39. And then second place, Griffin Lathrop, who also used the hashtag in Ross we trust. He had him at 520 points and 42 TD passes. Pretty damn close, both those guys on the TD passes. Pretty close. Mark, sorry, bud. You won in spirit. Mark Perez, you won yeah. in spirit. Now, I just have a question. What's the, what's the prize? Those, uh, Jeff? Uh, Jeff, take that one. We have a gift certificate for Griffin to the the Denver Chop House, and it's a great, great gift certificate uh, from our lovely well, Griffin sponsor. Got, okay, but there's two gifts. There's there's two gift certificates. Yes, yeah. but so Ryan got first place. Well, I mean, they're right. both winners, right? They're both Ryan got first place, Griffin got second place, and it's a gift card to the Denver Chop House. 
and where does does Ryan live? Do we figure I, out? I believe he resides in Australia. <laughs> so the, a chop house gift certificate will mean nothing to him. <laughs> we'll, we'll, uh, we'll reach out. To, we'll reach out via. via so Twitter. we will adjust, <laughs> and we'll figure something. We'll figure something. Hey, out. that's not oh, our right. fault. Yeah, hey, that's, hold on, that's, hold on. That's not our problem, right? Business opportunity. Is there a chop house in Australia? <laughs> they should open one. Well, you know, we got the we got the Google in front of us. I think we know. I've we looked have to it up. Guys. They've got one here in Denver, one at the Chop House, and one somewhere else, or one at uh, DIA. So uh, anyway, Ryan, congratulations! You won a hundred dollar gift card to the Denver Chop House. Go ahead and tweet us if if you want us to uh, pass that along to Mark. Otherwise, we'll get you get you something else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. But anyway, that was fun. I was I was I was happy to win it. Interesting. God damn it! I, I was, won it. There is there is a Chop House in Sydney. Well, there's probably it's probably a different company. I don't, I don't know. Just, I don't think they'll just take the same gift card. They serve steak. <laughs> I, th- I think that's. I think we're good there. That's a similar website dev- design. It is. Yeah. No. Do you yeah. have the same logo? Well, anyway. What's well, up? The does, same. Does Ryan live in Sydney? I don't know. All right, we'll find out. Well, Ryan, tweet us, tweet Ryan, us guys. reach out, reach out to us. If not, we'll tweet it out, and hopefully you respond. So, so Mark, uh, stand by on that uh, gift card. <laughs> yeah, Griffin, Ryan, Mark, good job. You guys picked the winner. I once again choked and. Uh, Marcelo Duran, who once again picked me, and he actually said in here, I'm going with Nate Timmons so he can let me down again. And you know what? I did. Because Good the last you. week, man, Timmons. I gave hey, up. Well, you know, I I'm, t- like the, uh, I'm like the Detroit Lions. I, t- I tell you what, Nate, you didn't embarrass yourself like you did last year, and that's the important oh. thing. I don't know if that's very fair. <laughs> I think I had the sound effect up. Sound like we were reverberating. Were we, uh, <laughs> were we giving Gamblers on the Storm results from the future? We might have been. We might have been a little bit. Um, all right. Well, should we talk about some sports now that we've got business I, I out of the way? we just wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's, we just came here to announce. I feel like I'm already tired. I'm going to push this. so long. I'm going to push this button and see if anything happens. Let's get into Ross's headlines. Okay. I, so, he's got headlines. I got a couple headlines. I do, too. But, uh, so not Nate, not really. Why don't we start with you there, okay. Jeffy? Saskatoon gay couple first baby married in Mennonite church. So that's what Jeff does while we podcast. Now that he has a MacBook, he just reads he just, gay news. He just, do, he just documents all the gays. I just wanted to talk about the absurdity of Saskatoon things. and Mennonite in the same sentence. I don't know. Saskatoon sounds like it's in Canada. I wonder if they serve sarsaparillas at this. Yeah. No, no, no. I do. I do have a headline, and it is from. <clears throat> Pause. He's using that Sandy wait, Clough thing again. Wait for it. Shut up, both of you. Wait for I've it. I've got a headline if you guys no, don't sh- have headlines. Shut up. I have headlines. I've got something. We're just waiting for this interminable pause. Shut up. From MMAfighting.com. This, this is even, not sports related, though. John God. Jones tests positive for cocaine after a fight against Daniel Cormier enters drug rehab facility. John Jones? John Jones. That's the least surprising thing I've ever heard in my John life. John Bones Jones likes to grind up the bones and then sniff them up his nose. What? Wow. Really? Uh, I remember when we used to talk about MMA on this podcast. We had an MMA guest on here at one point. We did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who do we have? That writer. Yeah. Yeah. We were like, we're going to be the first podcast to talk about MMA. We were like the 95th. And then we were like, MMA is boring as shit. Whoa. I think a lot of those fights might be fixed or guys just don't. I don't know. Something stinks about that. Yeah. Nobody likes it. Saturday, I went and watched John Jones and Cormier, and I was really upset. I John yelled Jones at the TVs, won. embarrassed my friends. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm sure. I kicked the shit out of anybody. 
It was a sad time for me. All right, Jeff, yeah. you got a headline? That just brought the podcast to a grinding halt. <laughs> Thank you, Nate. Um, I have got one that uh, was not sports-related, but I thought was absurd. Oh, um, calm down. Kanye fans asking who is Paul McCartney were joking. Now, I don't know if you guys saw this. I saw it. I did not see this. I don't but pay attention. I saw it. Apparently, Kanye West and Paul McCartney collaborated on a, on a song. Yeah, and it was the most pointless song ever because the song was horrible. Yeah, it was. Paul McCartney didn't even sing. Yeah, there was no was singing from Paul. It was, it was the worst keyboards. song I've ever heard in my life. Is Paul McCartney a grandma? <laughs> he yes. looks like an old woman. Yes. Yeah. But, yeah. but apparently there was some furor. As, as, as people age, they become a little more androgynous sometimes. There was some furor after this whole thing came down on Christmas, I believe you released Are you this. talking about Hitler? No, not Fuhrer. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> that uh, people were saying, like, uh, Kanye West really knows how to expose great new talent. Bet this Paul McCartney guy is going to be huge after this song. I mean, and isn't a, that most the most obvious yeah. joke ever? And then it, it really clearly at that that one is clearly a joke. And so anyway, it, it got picked up by BuzzFeed and all these other websites. What's BuzzFeed? How, how would you even know? <laughs> that's what, exactly what Paul McCartney said. <laughs> what's what's BuzzFeed? <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, it's more Lennon or Ringo. I don't know. They all sound the same to me. It's true. But I was the fifth Beatle. How would you even know that Paul McCartney was involved in that song? You wouldn't. You wouldn't. He's no. just playing the electric keyboard. It's, yeah, he's just playing it was the a horrible song. And, you know, Kanye West, I, I don't particularly like, I don't know, you're, Nate, you're the hip-hop guy, but I, I'm not. He's I'm, awful. I don't like him. Kanye West has some good songs, but yeah. that one was crap. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, it, but there was this big uproar over this, and it, it was clearly most of them were joking. I mean, it's like, you can't live on this planet and not who, know who Paul McCartney is. So I, I mean, I believe some people don't know who Paul McCartney is. There are some they, uh, not long ago, Aboriginal people well, in Australia. Oh, I was sure watching who, uh, a PGA golf tournament, and they were asking people to name all the Beatles. I, remember, I forget who it was, and uh, they, a lot of those guys couldn't do it. I mean, they're like twenty-two-year-old golfers; they can't name all the Beatles. I probably couldn't name all the Beatles when I was twenty-two. I have a, a Beatles sweatshirt that I like to wear around. My dad got it for me, and he went to that Love show in Vegas or something, and uh, all, like. Every single time I have it on, typically an older person would be like, oh, the Beatles, yeah, they're great, aren't they? And I'm like, I actually hate the Beatles. I, I've always hated the Beatles. And I, I understand they're a big influence, and I know they have a couple songs that I sort of enjoy, but for the most part, I hate the Beatles. The Beatles are pretty great. I Send your hate mail to And I also have an Anderson Nate Silver Timmons. shirt, and I don't really like Anderson Silver. <laughs> Can somebody buy me some clothes who, I enjoy? Who, who wears an the Anderson why, Silver shirt? I don't know. It was, on, why do, it was on Nike's website for like 10 bucks, and I wanted some workout shirts, so, so I was th- like, Bam, so you wanted to thing. You buy just that? You figured you'd pick up some chick in the gym because she thinks you're an MMA guy? Or maybe you just think some guy won't fight you because you're wearing an Anderson Silver shirt? I tend to think that it makes me look less racist. Is Anderson Silver not white? He's Brazilian. Oh. So I'm like, hey, I'm representing, like, you know, as a, as a white male. They'll know not to hate me. So you can tell him it costs you a Brazilian bucks. So as opposed... <laughs> As opposed to you wearing that Fuhrer shirt around everywhere <laughs> yeah, you go, it gets yeah. a lot more love than the Nazi. <laughs> as opposed to this, level. as opposed to this Hurley uh, pullover, it makes you wearing. look less racist. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you just get like a like a LeBron James jersey or something? Mm, a little too far. So apparently, you wear only clothes of people you hate. <laughs> For the most part, yes. <laughs> because you don't... You it's like, you're like a hipster. I think you're Hurley's a sports a, hipster. I think Hurley's a skateboard company. I have no idea how to skateboard. I got a lot of problems, guys. <laughs> Does anybody have any real headlines about sports? 
Yeah, I got one. Sports. Thank God. Uh, here we go. Uh, Jeff took my Kanye West headline. Shut up. Um, now, here's a headline. I mean, I don't really have the headline, but I just want to. <laughs> the topic must be at least mentioned that Stuart Scott died oh, a couple yeah. days ago. Yes, he did. And I have to be honest, I had no idea he was sick. I have really? not really watched ESPN or paid attention to that type of news for a long time. I had no idea he was sick. I noticed the last few times I saw him, he looked you know, kind of gaunt and, 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 and frail. But, but I had no idea he was battling cancel, cancer for seven years or whatever. I mean, that's crazy. And then I, I wouldn't have thought if you had told me that, that Stuart Scott was sick six months ago, I would have been like, oh, there you go. You know, like, okay, that sucks. But then after he died, I didn't realize how much of his, um, uh, you know, and everybody's been talking about it, but how much he had kind of immersed himself in the in the public conscious as it pertains to sports. I, I knew every night I go to bed, I, I swear to God, every night I flip that pillow over and I say it's cooler as the other side of the pillow or whatever that saying is. And that was totally him. And I knew that was him. But it just it really made me kind of sad. And then I started watching the Rich Eisen, former guest of the podcast. Oh, that, was, that was his thing. Tear-jerking, Hannah Storm, yeah. all that stuff that's been going around. And I was like, man, you know, Stuart Scott was the man. And, and I never was a huge, and, and especially recently, I've kind of grown apart from ESPN. I've kind of been cynical towards that entire organization. But never once, I, I think, did I ever say, oh, that Stuart Scott's a douchebag. Or I, I don't like Stuart Scott. I mean, I said that about Chris Berman. I said that about Skip Bayless, about... Tony Kornheiser, Will Bond, all of those guys, but never once about Stuart Scott. That guy was the man, and it is pretty goddamn sad that, that he's gone. But that's all I wanted to say. I always remember watching ESPN2, and I always remember Susie Colber and Stuart Scott were the ESPN2 crew, like all the time when I was a kid. And then it was like they graduated to ESPN, and it was like they made the majors, you know? That was like the major leagues. And I like Stuart Scott. I know he went to, he was a North Carolina guy, I believe. I think he yeah. went to school with, I know Josina Anderson that I uh, interned with at Fox, knew him pretty well, but I always liked him. He had funny sayings. He was like, you know, the Booyah guy and all that, and Gus Ramsey yeah. had a... Was he the guy who invented Booyah? Yeah, I think. <laughs> at least I mean, he for was, me, I as mean, I say it. Booyah, and um, my favorite of his was, he's as cool as the other side of the pillow. Yes, that's the best. That's one of the best lines ever. <laughs> or uh, call him bus driver, because he just took you to school. <laughs> It's it's like he's. I always remember that cooler to the other side of the pillow. Always reminds me of that Outcast song where they say "cooler than a polar bear's toenails." And I'm like, oh yeah, that was reminding me of. That. But yeah, Stuart Scott was good. And even going through Instagram that day, there was like so many people that had like a lot of basketball players, in. a lot of basketball players, yeah. a lot of media guys. I mean, yeah. It was it was crazy. I well, even no, for was, once enjoyed Keith Olbermann for once in his wretched life. Yeah, because Olbermann was on him on ESPN. I enjoyed too. his little tribute to Stuart Scott, which I, I caught on. Uh, YouTube or something like that. I did see his, uh, I saw his speech at the ESPYs uh, where he talked about cancer and it was like, you know, like kind of like Jimmy V, George Carl did the same, yeah, or yeah. Did, a, did a cancer speech too. And yeah. they're all good. I mean, it's always, it's always. Well, it's, it's heartbreaking, you know, you don't, you never want to, even your worst enemy, you won't, don't want to see them die of something as horrible as cancer. You don't want to see anyone die. I, well, I, except for, except for like, cancer, except, except, except for like Gronkowski. Except for Gronkowski. Maybe I wouldn't mind if he. <laughs> Except for but he's the exception that proves the rule. Except for Ron. but you know, in the, in the grand, it, it was really heartbreaking to see. And I, you know, I wasn't a big Stuart Scott fan, but it was a. It's interesting to see how one person's death can impact so many people. Well, it, it was one of those deals where I think about it after the fact, and I'm like, wow, that guy was 
just always on TV. Like you, you see him all the time. You're just like, oh, that's Stuart Scott. Yeah, oh, since yeah, we were kids, Scott. you know. And he lost yeah. an eye by getting hit by a football at a Jets. Uh, he didn't practice. lose the eye. Well, it was yeah, no, it was a glass he had eye. An eye. He had a glass. It eye. was a glass eye. Oh, I think. are you serious? Yep, it, he got hit by a football. I feel like Google that was like an, that I think that was like an a, urban legend. Yeah. That is not an urban legend. I it was like a Jets. It was a Jets. He may have broken his orbital bone or something. No, literally, literally, he had a droopy eye. He had a glass eye. I don't know about that. Morton's over here freaking making up stuff about a man that just passed away. All right. Well, uh, Jesus, Morton. That's a shame. Anyway. Uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, here's uh, another. I don't have any headlines, guys. I, I, I wasn't even. It's well, been a month. I mean, there's really o- only one headline that matters. Yeah, and that has to do with Chris Christie hanging out with Jerry Jones. I don't know who Chris Christie is. You Running for president sometime He's in the, the governor future? of New Jersey. Oh, yeah. He's, He's the guy that said out. Colorado sucks and it's all like a bunch of pot smoke now. He said... Didn't say that exactly, but anyway, he's hanging. Well, out. I wasn't quoting him exactly. I'm yeah. Paraphrasing here. Yeah, he for, he was like, "Lay off me, I'm starving." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what he said. He can eat those fries. Well, I guess he has don't care about that one. There's only really one headline that matters, though, guys. All right, what's that? The Indianapolis Colts defeated Cincinnati Bengals. Andrew Luck and his neck beard coming to town this weekend. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. No one's excited about the Broncos. No. We all know they're going to lose either in New England or to the Seahawks again. Okay. Um, Here it is, guys. What? His glass eye? <laughs> yep. How long does it take you to Google stuff, by the way? <laughs> I was waiting for you two jackwads to get over your, your spiel. You got this um, off of glasseyerumors.com. <laughs> uh, it wasn't a glass eye, but he said, Stu had been catching everything in practice that day from the Jets, from the quarterbacks, and decided to give the uh, – the machine that shoots out the 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 uh, yeah. footballs really fast, like they had with John yeah. Elway. Yeah. The and, jugs uh, machine is that what it's called? Yeah, jugs, jugs machine. machine. It uh, turns out like baseball pitching machine. Yeah, it turns out Stu was a little close to the machine. No, and the jugs was machine up high. Uh, does the uh, measures the speed, right? I don't know. What's your Long story there? short, instead of catching the football with his hands, Stu caught it with his eye. <laughs> It's apparently he did. The injury was very serious and required emergency surgery. Stu doesn't have a glass eye. And has since had multiple. Well, obviously, this is before his passing. He does multiple have a multiple reconstructive surgeries, but that point on, his eyeball has never looked the same. Guarantee it, broke not, his, it broke his orbital bone and his eye pride droops. It does not have a glass eye. Yeah, no. So, okay, Jeff, sorry. Jeff, please tell the people you, how you, wrong you, you were. You, yeah, you acted like that article was going to vindicate you. No, no, I said that I was wrong. We uh, demand, so. we demand an apology, Jeff, because you guys don't listen to me. Uh, we'd like we to apologize to the family of Stuart Scott for <laughs> Jeff. Yeah, we'd like to apologize for having Jeff on here making yeah. up blasphemous slander. Rumors. You're both fired about a great man slandering the late Stuart Scott. <laughs> a great man, Jeff. You ruined it all. Slandering. So let me get back to something real quick. I thought about this glass eye. So we're going to come back to the Colts, but we got the governor of New Jersey <laughs> hanging out in the. His favorite team is the Cowboys, like any normal douchebag. Like anybody from New Jersey that should be rooting for the two teams that play in your great state. But there is no New Jersey team. They moved out of there now? They play in the state, but they're not a New Jersey team. They're all New York teams. It's like if you have an adopted kid, is it really your kid? Yes, it is. It's like if you're, you're, let's say you're from Tampa. You're the mayor of Tampa. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yes. And All right. you're hanging out with the owner in the owner's box of, let's see, I don't know, 
What's another Denver NFC, NFC South team? I don't know. Uh, Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah, Carolina. You're, you're in Seattle. Yeah. You're, okay, you're the field. mayor of Tampa. Okay. And you're hanging out in the in the owner's box of the Carolina Panthers, watching okay. the Cardinals get their butts kicked. Do the do, Tamp, do, do the do the city of Tampa, the Tampaites, have a beef with Ta- it's Tamponians? The Tampon, <laughs> the Tampon. If you're a Tamponian, are you mad at the mayor of Tampa? No, because guess what? <laughs> they think they're more angry that they're called Tamponians. It's Tamponians. the Tampa Bay. It's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, if you live in a boat in the middle of Tampa Bay and the harbor master for Tampa, the, the Bay of Tampa is hanging out in the in the owner's box of the Carolina, then then you have a beef. Do you think they but, play in an underground stadium? I've never. Is it a dome out there? Where, <laughs> Tampa Bay. Like, how do they? Is this oh, the I fierce underground it's, stadium? It's floating. It's kind of like Rikers Island. It's like floating. It's kind of. You know, there, there are pirate ships. Is Rutgers Island a floating prison? Yeah. <laughs> Fact check We're that. We're going to have to demand another apology. I'm looking up podcast. shit for you. <laughs> <laughs> the college sports guys would like to apologize to the, <laughs> to the people of Rikers Island. Everybody who's lived in Rikers Island. Prisoners of Rikers Island. All right, so, all right, so Mayor of Tampa. Right, we get it? Yes. That makes yeah. perfect sense. Because you realize that Tampa Bay is not a city. It's not a place. No. Okay. I've not. been told. Okay. I, don't know, I don't know who keeps because mentioning like it, but somebody's rallying <laughs> against this. I don't know who it is, though. All right. Um, so back to the Colts. The Colts. Let's do um, some Broncos. Broncos-Colts talk. Or just NFL playoffs in general. So just here's the thing. I do, let's just get this out of the way. I, I think the Broncos beat the Colts. Okay. I'll just say that right there, right Col- here. Colts the didn't Broncos look very good. Beat the Colts. Yeah. You know who looked pretty damn good was Andrew Luck. That touchdown pass he threw was a, when they that, had the guy was, draped on him. Was yeah. t- kind of like the like that kind of is the type of play you see out of a guy. It reminded me of John Elway. Like that's the type Whoa, of thing Elway would do. Come on, that's it. That's Let's true. Not go crazy here. It, no, no, that's a fact. And you know who can't make a play like that at all? Who has no ability to make a play like that is. Peyton Manning. Ugh, damn it. You're right. He's right. And so You're here's right. the thing. I think the Broncos' defense is stout and good and great. I think the Broncos' offense is top third. <laughs> I think they're top pretty third good. Top third of what? Of top the NFL. Of like, I think they're top top eight team or yeah, whatever. The top third of the rec top league. Top 12 <laughs> team. I think Peyton Manning is something's wrong. We have all known it for two years, and we've just noticed recently that now instead of like one of those – Horrible passes that used to come every like one out of eight passes. Now it's like one out of three. I'd I mean, say like dude, one out of two. <laughs> one out of two. I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's pretty close. So uh, that that's a problem, and that's okay. I was, I was talking about my buddy, and he's just like, we don't even need Peyton Manning. We don't even need him. We just need him to not throw interceptions. And basically, what that means is we need Peyton Manning to not throw, and that's fine. We can win this game on the ground. We can win it with C.J. Anderson. We can win it with good defense. And we can win it with Peyton Manning making a few completions here and there. C.J. Anderson, I mean, he didn't come across the last couple of weeks as the healthiest guy. But he should be now after two weeks off. Two weeks. And Hillman, right? Is he back? I don't know. He yeah, back? Hillman's back. You want him out there again? fumbling the ball? Come That's on. true. I don't know. I, I, the more I think about it, the more depressed I get. Well, and I don't okay. want to be depressed. It's the playoffs. Well, this is what make you feel better. Would you rather have Brock Osweiler back there throwing passes? Well, Brock Osweiler is the worst quarterback I've ever seen. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> he's not that. No, bad. he is a hun- <laughs> in- incompetent. You watch Brian Greasy, right? He, Brian Greasy is miles. You watch and Tommy miles Maddox above. Broncos, Ta- era, right? Tommy Maddox is much better. Oh, get out of here. Than Brock Osweiler. I mean, granted, he's only had like five snaps, but the five snaps, he just like spazzes out immediately. Osweiler's the future, man. You better get on no, board. No, he's not. He's the future. Anyway, so <laughs> we need, and I thought this was kind of ironic. With the Lakers we basically the need Peyton Manning to be a game manager. Yeah. Moving forward, so you think that that's the, you think the Broncos can he have operate a, as a game manager? We need no. PFM to be a, a become GFM. You think the Broncos could win thirteen to ten on Sunday? No. Yeah. Do they play Saturday or Sunday? Sunday. Damn it! Are all the games on Sunday? No, there's one Saturday, cool. two Saturday. I don't even know actually. There's two Saturday, two Sunday. Nice. Yeah, what he said. I mean, could the Broncos realistically win thirteen to ten? I think the Broncos beat the Colts by. 12 points. I think it's 28 to whatever 12 I think points the Broncos will. I think the Broncos will score over but 30 it points. it doesn't matter because they're just going to lose the next week. God damn it. Ugh. Why? What if the Raisins go in and the Ravens will kill us. They got Flacco. <laughs> the best quarterback ever, according to coach and player. <laughs> he is. Joe, are you any good? No, I suck. Next question. <laughs> you know? What do you want the guy to say? So well, you know, all right, so okay, no, no, we, enough of what Ross thinks. What does <laughs> Nate Timmons think? Uh, I think Peyton Manning has been playing possum for a couple of weeks. I think the Broncos' play calling has uh, been playing possum, doing a little rope. Play, playing possum? Really? Oh, yeah. I hey, think hey, I, I think Adam Gates hey, is about Fox, to unleash. You've been playing possum? <laughs> I think you've been playing possum? What's a possum? <gasps> Next man up. Possums sound risky. You know, Peyton doesn't throw too well anymore, and uh, we run on first down and second down and third down, sometimes on fourth. Run, run, uh, run, Coach, I, I think you probably like to punt on fourth down, don't you? <laughs> we like to punt on second down. <laughs> <laughs> they'll never see it coming. <laughs> My next book, they'll never see it coming. They punt on second down. Uh, no, but I, I think, you know, Adam Gase is interviewing for a couple of jobs. I mean, He's probably just laying. He's probably not even like studying for these other jobs. He's just like I've got a. Con- he's about to unleash an offensive mastermind performance, the likes of which we've never seen. And Peyton Manning's going to look like two thousand two Peyton Manning. That is one theory I've actually heard Broncos fans say with a straight face. That I've never heard the playing possum aspect of it, but basically, what does that mean anyway? Playing possum, pretending you're asleep, pretending you're dead, pretending you're asleep. Yeah, that's what they're going to do. The old call it the rope it up, playing possum. Or so they've been or literally they've been they're they're so savvy. The Broncos organization and the coaching staff yeah. is so savvy and so shrewd that they have literally closed up the playbook just so that they could unleash it and open it up <laughs> and just be like, "Wow, guess what? We didn't suck. Guess who's back, bitches? The Broncos <laughs> offense. We didn't suck the whole time. Oh. We weren't even trying. See, dog, right. dogs. That, that is, we got you, man. That we got is, you. Little do you guys know that Adam Gates, huge Muhammad Ali fan. He watched the Rumble in the Jungle 1,400 times before the age oh, of 12. Oh, 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 miss me. <laughs> I'll just lay here on the ropes. You can't knock me out, George Foreman. Listen. And boom, there he comes. Peyton Manning, seven touchdowns. The Broncos passes. will, the Peyton Manning will seven s- throw four touchdowns. <laughs> Peyton Manning first will half, throw seven four touchdowns. touchdowns in the first half to Wes Welker. <laughs> Welker. Yeah, that's it. Welker <laughs> and Peyton Manning I do riding think, off into the sunset together. I do think that Peyton will look a little bit better than maybe we've seen. I think this rest and missing a couple practices has been good for him. 
get whatever's ailing him out of the way, whether it be his neck, his legs, his hips, his arms. <laughs> he ran out on the field. Heads, shoulders, knees, and toes. I was watching the game Ears, with my sister when they played in Oakland when he threw that uh, block, you know, and then he had to go out of the game because he had the flu or something. Yeah. He comes running back out at halftime, and my, my sister looks at me and goes, doesn't he look like he's being held together by duct tape? <laughs> and I was like... By golly, you're right. It's exactly what he looks it's like. He's got bailing wire coming out from he everywhere. Does, he has like weird pads, and it's like, it's like Elway, the Tin Man. Elway did that too later in his career, right? You start seeing all these weird pads places where it was like, I didn't know they. Is that a football pad? What is that thing? But Elway still could had Elway had a modicum of mobility. The helicopter the play, his, man. Yes. Yeah. Could you Im- Im- Peyton <laughs> imagine <laughs> Peyton Manning doing anything near that? I mean, it, anytime be, anybody gets close, sale. he falls on the ground. It'd be a he yard just sale. falls down. Peyton's Although, to, to, to be fair, if someone hits him, his neck may shatter. Well, his whole, I don't know. But Count me as one of the cynics this year in the playoffs. And let me just say, it just it hasn't been as fun the last couple of years because the expectations the are so years. high. Last year was really Super Bowl fun. Last you can't, year. Well, here's the thing. My buddy explained it to me perfectly. He goes, I can't enjoy a win because we're supposed to win. And, and I, I hate the losses because we're supposed to win. Right. So it's not an enjoyable situation to be in as a fan because it's all riding on this one guy. And, and but it's not I, anymore, right? It's not riding on Peyton. But no, the expectation but, is. But, but the, he, I mean, make no mistake, it's not Joe Flacco. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. I mean, he's not Joe Flacco. It's not like there's zero expectations. But is can he is he even as good as Joe Flacco right now? And I just don't know. And to be determined, I guess, right? Well, no. if Nate's theory that uh, Peyton's been playing possum and, and Adam <laughs> Gase has been playing possum, that sounds amazing. like somebody something somebody from Louisiana would do. <laughs> playing possum. So gonna, gonna, the last Peyton after the I was game, playing possum. He's going to have nine <laughs> touchdown passes, seven in the first half, and they're going to go, Peyton. Where did this come from? Well, I was, I was playing possum. Well, I was playing possum like I always used to do with Eli Christmas morning. Uh, I just <laughs> I took all his gifts and I, threw them outside. I was just, you know, pretending to sleep. Well, he, he got mad at like, me, and I'm like, I'm just like, playing possum. <laughs> you got to come on down. Are you playing possum again? All right. I, just, okay. I do think, though, here's the Broncos' secret weapon. If Peyton Manning comes out wearing a do-rag, they might win this thing by 40, what? 40 points. Just like Wes Walker, he's wearing the do rag. Oh yeah, <laughs> it might help his forehead. That might help him think and throw. So if he back. wears the do rag like uh, Wes Walker, yeah. But I'm not. I'm not too worried about this game, Ross. I think you're right. I think they beat the Colts. But after yeah. that, if they, if they have to go to New England, it's a tough game. I don't. I'm not going to say it's impossible. I, I'm honestly here. I'm honestly on the fence about whether I'd rather the Broncos go to New England or play the Ravens at home. The last. Well, how about this? If the they last have to time go to I New really England, they're underdogs. So then you can get back on board with them. And if well, they play Seattle in the Super Bowl, they're going to be huge underdogs. So you can I'm, get on board with that too. I'm a little bit shook still from that Ravens playoff game two years ago. Raisins. I was. That was the worst day of my life. The worst experience I've ever had. You had a frozen knee. I mean, yeah, but knee you were still. You were my knee still yeah. squeaks. <laughs> you were that. The, 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 this is the thing that caused you to not. Uh, I gave Not up my season go tickets. To, can, yeah, go yeah. give up your season tickets. I don't want to see Flacco anywhere. I don't want to see Flacco in this state <laughs> well, ever if we put up, again. If we put up banners of Flacco again, I'm going to lose my mind. Like, I wonder if it would be possible. I wonder if maybe we could use the Tampa Stadium for that. Ooh, for play that in game. the bay? Yeah. Yeah, get play out in the water. Nice yeah, and warm for Peyton. Yeah. T- t- Peyton grew up on a houseboat, right? 
Doesn't everybody in yeah. Louisiana <laughs> grow up on a houseboat? For the most yeah, part. Yeah, on the bayou. Yeah. 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 <laughs> house can float born away Born on the bayou. <laughs> born on, on the bayou. Anyway, well, here, let me say this. After I've went on that tirade and, and have been as negative as I possibly can, this now is kind of tell us how they're gonna win this par for the course. Here he goes. Here he goes. It's Tuesday, you know, and I'm always a little cynical on Tuesday. By Friday, if we record this on Friday, I, I would say what I really feel, and then we're going to beat the shit out of the Colts. And you'd be like, we're San Angelo Super Packing, and I don't give a shit if it's Brady and Fox, brah, or fucking Joe Flacco and Baltimore from Baltimore. Yeah. Balmer. Where's that? <laughs> so let's go through. We all think we all, we all think Broncos win, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you want to know something else real quick? All season long, the three of us picked the Broncos every, every week, week to cover the spread. I don't think they covered that spread more than twice. I, I picked the Raiders to cover the spread in the Broncos-Raiders game. <laughs> did you? I did. I really did. Oh, I and it was, was one, one the, that the Broncos covered, was, right? It was one of those weeks. Yeah, yeah. I thought that also, it was one of those many weeks this year where we didn't have a Gamblers on the Storm I thought, episode. I thought Brock was coming in, man. I was like, Brock will be in by the second quarter. Maybe ten picks. Or, you know, something weird's going to happen here. You know, they're in. Were they in Oakland or was that here? I don't remember. It was here, I think. I think it was here. Mm. Yeah, it was here. Yeah, it was here. I was aware. Last game of the season? So, yeah, you picked uh, the Broncos to not cover that one, and they covered. Because it was like a 14-point spread. I was yeah. like, man, that's like, you know, that's cheese they and crackers. They went by 20, That's right? freaking <laughs> avocado dip. You we're, got we're talking, French onion. Yeah, we're talking like That's omelets. a big spread. Well, I yeah. will say this. The Broncos spread. are favored seven and a half. I sure as shit would not. If it was Gamblers on the Storm and I was, and I was playing for my boys... I think they blow them Griffin out in this and game. Ryan and, come on. and Mark, I would uh, I would not pick the Broncos to cover the spread. Oh, jeez. No way in hell. Jeez. We might have to come back on Friday and re-record this thing. <laughs> <laughs> God, maybe he, we don't serve Ross PBRs anymore. Yeah, that's been a real bad. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, what the, that's the problem. He's been, I, you know, when he first got yeah, in here, he was the, like, he's like, give me a PBR. And I'm like, what? Yeah. I got the. He was feeling ornery. Yeah. We should have known. I got the New Year's blues. Well, well, hang on. Let's it, go ahead. Jeff. But just before we could, you know, move on to other subjects, I just wanted to ask you too about your opinion about Mike Shanahan interviewing for the Raiders head coaching job. Oh my God! I thought he was interviewed even, for the 49ers. I didn't even job. hear about that. Me yeah, he interviewed yesterday for the uh, Raiders head. Coach. Shanahan interviewed for the Raiders job. Yes, he did. Here's probably wow, where, here's that probably how something. that went down. Al Davis's kids. So, Mike, uh, what, what would your game plan be if you came here? Well, I would try to burn this place to the ground. <laughs> And why don't you pay me the money your dad owes me, you bastard? Wow! No, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, really. I was, I was shocked when I saw that. I mean, he, he went to burn the Raiders every 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 uh, year with the Broncos. He's like made it a point. Is it conceivable that Shanahan could come back and coach the Broncos? He should. They should hire him as offensive coordinator if Adam Babyface what? leaves. What? No. Yes. yes. No. 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 I want to no, see no. Peyton run the bootleg. Who's going to be head coach then? Who cares? I want to see Peyton on the bootleg four or five times a game. <laughs> I think I think Shanahan should be the head coach of the Broncos. Uh, nah, his think, time's done. You think Shanny would come back? I I, I think know. he should go coach Half, the CSU Rams. He's got a he's got a, a Elway um, wasn't involved. He's got a in mansion Shanahan's departure down south here that's about the size of two two suburbs. He's got a restaurant. But as I heard uh, recently, well, never mind, never mind. What? What? Come on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's do, let's do quick predictions since we had gamblers on the storm. I'll tell you guys off air. You won't be happy. You'll be happy I shut up. Uh, <laughs> let's go through, since we did Gamblers on the Storm, who do you think is going to win these After playoff Nate games? After Nate tells me, I'll tweet it later. Okay, what? Broncos, Colts. We all got Broncos. Broncos yeah. Broncos, Raisins, Broncos. Patriots. Oh. Oh. 
I got the you know raisins. Baby. I got the raisins in this one, mostly because the raisins seem to have no fear of going into spot Foxborough. I heard a a guy that's not a Broncos fan. He's actually a Saints fan. Know him pretty well. He told me raisins. So I trust him. Raisins. A raisins. Saints fan. Yeah. What the hell does you know? Well, he's about just anything. he's just he's not a Broncos fan, so he has no reason to but pick the raisins. I'm not a Ravens fan or a Patriots fan. I know, but you want the Raisins because you want, no, you want I, a not, home game. No, you don't want to go I to New England. don't want Baltimore in the state. Yeah, and I do th- I do think that, you know, like Jeff said, they're not afraid to go in there. Yep. Uh, and Flacco Good running game, good run D. That, that uh, guy that ate the Adderall is back. He's suspension's over. Helodi Nata. Helodi Nata. He's good. Flacco's the best quarterback ever. Ever, ever according to him and his coach. So let's flip it over to the NFC. We got Packers Lions question mark around what? whether or not Lions? Aaron Ro- or uh, Packers Cowboys. <laughs> wow, that was a Freudian slip. This I said because, should have because th- that's something we should talk about. How the Lions were screwed. <laughs> well, they got they got screwed on one call, but no game comes down to one call. Yes, it did. <laughs> you could le- legitimately say the game came down to that call. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know maybe they should have thrown to Megatron a little more. Yeah, too. Yeah. So, uh, what Cowboys, are we Cowboys, Cowboys going to Lambeau. We're not oh. sure if Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I got the Packers. We don't know how healthy he is. He got his ankle stomped on. Pretty He's good. healthy, dude. He's tough. I got, Packers. I got, I got the Packers. I gotta go Packers, dude. I can't that. believe. I mean, the only reason why, and you guys probably just said this while I was looking at my phone. The only reason why the Cowboys are playing next week is because of the refs. Is that what you guys said? Just said? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I said it doesn't always come down to just. You just one need a beer or anything? No, nah, I'm good. We're good. Thanks, Stephanie. Um, it's Stephanie, right? Yeah, it's Stephanie. I hope so. <laughs> if not, she'll so. listen to the podcast and find out. <laughs> um, Tony Romo, I mean, I, I, I get so sick of hearing about the Cowboys, man. Like, DeMarco Murray's great. Fine, he's good. Des Bryant is good. Fine, whatever. Tony Romo, get... God. He's an average quarterback, you know? It's like, make the story about the guys that matter on that team. The defense, the offensive line, the running back. Like, and Jason Witten, how about that guy? He's a superstar. Des Bryant, he's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Joe Flacco just has to find open guys. It's like he's a freaking game manager, for crying out loud. Wait, who? Joe Flacco? You mean Tony Romo? God dang it. What is wrong with my brain? <laughs> well, this non-drinking's really hurting. Yeah, I was going to say, you're the only one here not drinking. Yeah. Uh, uh, so let's so go. I got the Packers. You guys yeah. got the Packers? Got the Packers. Packers. Yeah. And the other game, Carolina Panthers heading up there to the pesky Seattle Seahawks. Uh, got the Sea Dogs. And by the way, Seahawks, luckiest team ever to get the one seed. They go from the fifth seed to the one seed because the freaking Cardinals choked. Yeah, I agree. They went they went to the one seed during one half of football. The second half of those last games is when they leapfrogged everybody. God dang it, that made me mad. Uh, Seahawks. Seahawks. Panthers. We got the Panthers. What? Yes. Going from the heart on that one, boys. Why? You, you and your boy Panthers, Cam Newton? Are they even any good? They're not even good. Their right? defense has been on fire against horrible teams like the Falcons and the Cardinals, <laughs> so I'm going to pick them. <laughs> All right. To go into the toughest place in the NFL and pull off a win. They're going to be wow. pumping that crowd is, noise in. You know, what, you know what I call that? Sound logic. Yeah. Yeah, that's about as smart as playing J.J. Hicks in 30 minutes a night. Right there. <laughs> Ooh. That's What's a, the other that's, game? That smells like a segue. 20 minutes. That's all the games, man. There's only yeah. eight teams left. Wow, that's sad. There's only eight teams left. Well, we only got a few minutes. We can talk a little nuggets. We, uh... I got the answer. Yo, Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> that's right. That's, that's right. right. <laughs> uh, 
we may or may not have another podcast coming later in the week. We'll find out soon. Well, but. it only makes sense after we abandon everybody for a month. Yes, yes. But so that one, we want to we want to treat you guys to something special. It, hopefully, hopefully, it could be Nuggets heavy. We'll find out soon. But could be a special guest. Ooh, could be. Ooh. Yeah, but we can talk a little Nuggets. I don't want to talk too much Nuggets. Well, here is here's there such would, a thing as talking too much Nuggets? Here's what I, I say would no. <laughs> yeah. I would request just to, for you guys to give me the quick 30,000-foot view of uh, how the Nuggets are doing. Just fill me in so that I can well, we do really do formulate a more right opinion. I know. We do really have to inform you of what's going on. Have you the seen the movie Saving Private Ryan? Yes. You know the opening scene where the U.S. guys are trying to get onto the, the beach of I believe, Normandy? I believe that's uh, famous. Yeah. Kind of how the Nuggets season's going right now. They're under fire everywhere, from everywhere, every angle. So what's they the record? They may or may not make it alive. 15 and 20? Uh, Jesus. 15 Jesus, and 20. 15 and 20. 15 and 20. Well, yeah. all right. Thanks for that uh, high-level overview. <laughs> Let me tell you what's going on. The Nuggets were a team that we all kind of fig- figured would be a 500 basketball team this well, year. smart people figure that. Not Me and n- Jeff Not were, Nate and I, no. But Me and are, Jeff went to Home Depot, made a beer bong, and then started chugging that Nuggets Kool-Aid. <laughs> yes, we did. Well, most sane people thought they would be around a 500 team. But there's, that doesn't necessarily tell the whole story because there's different ways to be a 500 team. Correct. You can be a 500 team that's constantly going above it a few games and then coming back down, constantly going below it and coming back up. And I think it's pretty fair to say that the Nuggets are definitely on the latter side, and that is that they're a 500 team that's going to be constantly going below it and then coming back up. Now, five games out of 500, I mean, they could win five in a row. They certainly could do another streak. And then when they're 500, there's going to be more complaints because they're only 500 and we see that they could win five in a row. So why can't they win 10 in a row? Why can't they win? T- well, that's just the way it goes. They win five, lose five. So I think that's kind and of what the Nuggets like, are. They'll win a game by like 28 and then they'll lose a game by 30. That's you because know? Like, there's sometimes teams will take use the Nuggets as an opportunity to take a night off. Yeah. Right? That's, that's kind me- of that's what Memphis did. That's, that's, what, that's yeah, the way. That's the way it was did. during the Jordan years. <laughs> yeah. For years, Jordan would come here and play two and a half quarters, yes, yeah. and then the Nuggets would win, and we'd be like, "We beat Michael Jordan." Hey, he played all four quarters on that seventy-two and ten team. I was there, baby. That's right. Well, they they made that big comeback in that game, and then uh, the Nuggets ended up pulling it out. But yeah, you're right. You know, and the Nuggets. But the, we're at the. I think Nuggets fans are at the point where they're like, "Well, does it serve this team any good to be a five hundred team?" And that's maybe, you know, is that, is that the a one way to go about rebuilding? It's like, well, let's try to trudge forward with what we have. Uh, we'll prove to our fans that rebuilding right away wasn't the way to go. And then now everybody's going to – everybody really is on board with the Nuggets rebuilding because they're like, geez, we sure as heck don't want this. If this is what it's going to be, let's tear it down. So that gives the Nuggets an opportunity to finally say – the George Carl era is over. Well, let's go in a different direction. Because they haven't really done that yet. They've kind of been trying to toe a line of, you know, maybe we can have it both ways, and it's, it's really proven that they can't, and I but don't know. But do they, do they, when you say that they are, when you, when you, when you say it, make a statement like that, are you saying that that's what they're saying? Like that's what management is saying, that they're going to try and continue to win, and they're going to, that they're rebuilding for this year, and or they're not, Tearing it down. Yeah, the whole message this season was, you know, we're going to make the playoffs. We're going to. Why can't we make the playoffs? Right. So my my question to you is, 
do you actually believe that? Because they would get a hell of a lot more scrutiny by just, and by the way, nobody ever says, no no GM, no coach, no owner ever says, no, we're tanking this season. Have you guys seen Jaleel Okafor? <laughs> we're trying to get a top three pick here. This right? kid's Nobody ever says that, but actions speak louder than what words. They want to, I mean, let's, let's face it. The Nuggets have have one really, really bright spot this year. Well, well okay. Potentially really bright spot this year, and that's the play of their center, uh, Yusuf Nurkic, who has been quite the revelation this year as far as some fundamental skills he has, which really has really stunned a lot of people. Um, would you want to tank for a player like Jaleel Okafor if you have Yusuf Nurkic on your team? Yeah, it makes no sense, right? It You'd just have to sounds go for by Jaleel based on their him. names. I'd much rather have the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? What's your saying? I would like I mean, more. Uh, uh, that's just that's just me. Just throwing that what's, out. What's there. the? You know, I want more. <laughs> I don't want players. Project players. I want players from the projects. Is that something Jul- like that? Jules Okafor yeah. to me speaks that he he could have some some African descent. That's true. So he's not. That sounds he's even not one <laughs> but that's a, that's that kind of the sounds perfect actually. Well, well, what, think about it. <laughs> and what Ross was saying too, you know, with the Nuggets following the message that they set. Yeah, I think they were. I mean, they're they're playing, you know, Ty Lawson thirty plus minutes a night, Aaron Aflalo, you know, all the guys that should be playing heavy minutes were playing heavy minutes, uh, except for Daniel Gallinari, and then some injuries kind of started to to strike, and now we're seeing, you know, since Javale McGee's been out and. Brian Shaw's kind of had his hands what? tied. Jamil McGee's been out. A surprise, right? <laughs> when did he? When was he in? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, don't know. I must have missed that. I must have blinked. I must have blinked when uh, he Say came back for like a, to play. So the Nuggets had these guys playing heavy minutes. Javale goes out. Uh, Darrell Arthur goes out. Brian Shaw's hand is forced a little bit to play Yusuf Nurkic, who who'd been a bright spot all season. He has never really played bad. He's yeah. you know kind of played like a rookie here and there, but. Now he's, you know, the conversation starting to move to Nuggets fans asking, when's this guy going to start? Because, man, he should be starting right now. What they should be saying is, when are we going to trade him? Because if he's, if he's looking good, <laughs> trade him. But they haven't. Before he gets injured and they <laughs> lose everything. And the Nuggets haven't exactly. If he, if he is an asset, trade his ass <laughs> now. Keep stockpiling draft picks. <laughs> But we haven't seen we yeah, haven't seen draft a lot picks. Of, Can you get draft picks? We've seen Yusuf, yeah. we've seen Nurkic play more, and we haven't really seen Brian Shaw turn over the reins to Gary Harris, who's struggled a lot offensively this season. But I think he has some good tools. So yeah, the Nuggets haven't turned it over yet to the youth movement. They're still trying, I think, uh, to see if they can win as many games as possible and try to make some kind of playoff push. That's, that's you think everything that's I've heard? Yeah, I, I, we'll say this one thing, and we can put it to bed, but. The Nuggets talk in this whole podcast. I gotta get out of here. But uh, <laughs> it only takes Ross one. Like literally one foot out the door. <laughs> it, it only takes one <laughs> off season with a good draft to turn an entire franchise around, change the entire uh, mindset behind the fans. Yeah, it doesn't take five years. It does not. It does not take five years. I mean, there, there's certainly things that happen that can be devastating to organization with regards to salary and money and all that stuff. But I think the Nuggets have been kind of fighting through that for the last couple of years, and now they've been kind of just barely able to stay afloat. It just takes a couple of good guys to brought in, whether it's in the draft or probably in the draft, 
<laughs> More than likely. In the draft. I was, I was just about to say free agency. And I, yeah, no, I, I, I couldn't say unless that you, with a straight I mean, face. Unless you really, really gambled on some trades where you took flyers on super young guys that, for whatever reason, teams have given up on. You know, I mean, we just saw that with, with the Cavaliers trading Deion Waiters, a guy that a lot of people have problems with. But it's like, you know... I, Gosh, who's a good example of a selfish young player that turned into something really Smith. good? Well, I was just going to say, didn't they get J.R. Smith in return? Right, yeah, and that's kind of what people see with Deion Waiters, but that's the kind of stuff the Nuggets have to think about doing, maybe, is you know, do you trade for a guy that's young and you know maybe hasn't fulfilled his potential but has the right kind of character and worth ethic, work ethic? If you can go get somebody like that from... I don't even know who or what team, but you know maybe you gamble on trades like that, and maybe that's how trades Well, you know the Nuggets out. did gamble on a trade like that and it hasn't worked out and they traded away Nene for JaVale McGee who has played oh, yeah. one yeah. and a half seasons yeah, but that's, <laughs> that's exactly the kind of stuff that they have to do though yeah. if the you want to try to change things if you want to try to change things through trades that's the kind of trade you have to the make the problem I with Nene JaVale is they got six of one half dozen of the other yeah, they N- traded N- away Nene and got a little bit taller Nene right yeah yeah. I mean, that was the same guy. That's yeah. like, okay, I'll trade you my garbage overpaid guy for your Nene garbage was, overpaid was awesome guy. in the, uh, the Western Conference final run team. He, he was always, outstanding. You always, always say that. but Demolished Tyson Chandler. He wasn't awesome. Who was, he was playing on one line. Oh, he was great in the Dallas series. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he was good in the he Dallas series. He was actually better in the Dallas series than he was. The, he had trouble uh, against the Lakers because Lakers just completely outmatched the Nuggets size-wise. But He was garbage. I mean, that's the same with JaVale. JaVale had a couple good games, got a fat contract, and now he's sitting on his booty. Healing his leg. But he's at the clubs late at night. Rub, 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 rub. Yeah. So. Well, hey, maybe we can clear this all up tomorrow with a special guest. Maybe. We'll see. Hopefully. Hopefully. Well, yeah, that's it for the Nuggets. You know, 15 and 20. Like Ross said, man. Going to be a lot more losses and maybe try to climb up those wins. Who knows? I will say this. I'll, they'll predict this for the rest of the season. There will be wins. There'll be there losses. will be losses. <laughs> there will be losses. There will be win. There will be a win or two. Many, many, many losses. Many losses. Many, I thought they are going to at least, I mean, their over-under in Vegas was like 41.5 or 42. I thought they'd at least go above that. It's at times right now. Yeah, I don't know, know if they'll get there. 15 wins at 45 games already? 35 games? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's gonna be that's a tough road right there. Yep, forty-seven games left. They just got to get to five hundred by the All Star break. That's then it. Then it's just you oh, know it's gravy train. Then they just got to get that momentum into the playoffs before you know it. They've got to go thirty-seven the, the Western 10. Conference Championship. Even this, even this, this could year win too, the finals. It's like this year. I mean, I'm looking at those. It's gonna be some interesting playoff matchups. Like if, especially if San Antonio finishes as like the seventh or eighth seed somehow. And they play the freaking Warriors if the Warriors get the number one seed. Like, this could be a year we actually see some upsets in the playoffs, you know, because it looks like the top team, at least right now, is, you know, was it Warriors, Clippers, and stuff? So it's like, man, what's going to happen? Yeah, I know. The Clippers don't look great, so. We got time. We'll figure all that stuff out later. You guys good? 2015, we made it. Great to be back. Yep, great to be great to get the first podcast of 2015 under our belt. Yeah, see if we can get a little more consistent. 201 yeah. episodes, 201, something like that. Yeah, we hit 200 and just quit. For yeah, month. yeah, we just decided to take <laughs> a month. our feet up. The month of December. What's the money rolling? That's <laughs> that money come in. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys, go watch the Broncos and Colts. We're going to do the same. We're going to try to cheer Ross up, get him off these PBRs. See you guys <laughs> next week. Bye.